BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content, so... Here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Taste of Taylor. It's my weekly podcast. So today I have a very exciting interview for you. Mandy Tiffy. You might be like, hmm, that name is so familiar. Well, guess why? She is Selena Gomez's mom, and she's actually been a fan of mine in radio back to the serious days for like, God, like over 10 years. Anyway, I love, love, love Mandy. I got to know her um, because, well, here's the story. So I got called, when I was at Sirius, I got called downstairs. They were like, oh, somebody wants to meet you. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I went downstairs. I'm like, I wonder who wants to meet me. Maybe it's like a CEO's kid or I don't know, like somebody's friend of a friend who listens to the show. And I came downstairs and Selena Gomez the star of Wizards of Waverly Place was standing like in the studio, which were all glass, and she was banging on the side of the window, like excited to meet me. And my mind was blown. First of all, I was an adult person who knew Wizards of Waverly Place from Disney, which made me feel like nervous about myself. Like I was like, I'm like an adult that watches kids shows. Like, <laughs> what does that say about me? But anyway, she was amazing. And apparently, the true fan of my show was her mother who I got to meet that very day. And, you know, her and her mom are super-duper close, and I would believe her mom was even her manager for a very big part of her career. So, yeah, so I got to know them really well uh, then, and then they kept, whenever they come back to Sirius, I'd always interview Selena, and, like, I got really close to her and her mom, and I would, like, go to her concerts, and it was just, like, a whole thing. So, anyway, but this is, like, before Selena, like, blew up and, like, had this huge pop career and dated Justin Bieber and all that stuff. So... We got really, really close, and then we kind of fell out just because that's just how life goes. But I actually – I did even invite Mandy, her mom, and Selena to my wedding, which makes me seem like a super creep. But they didn't come, but they did send a wedding gift. Anyway, I've been telling the story for years and years and years on my radio show, and I think people think I fucking made it up or that I'm just crazy. So – when I got back in touch with Mandy, I got back in touch with her like this past Christmas. She was like, I really want to come back in your show. And at that point, I was like, I don't even know if she's been listening. I don't know if she even knows that I got fired. I don't even know if she knows that I'm divorced. I don't even know if she knows that I'm dating a girl. So I was actually kind of nervous for this interview because it's the first time I was seeing her and probably like, I don't know, like 
seven years? Anyway, um, she was just as delicious and amazing as I imagined. And also, she didn't just come in to stroke my ego. She also came in because she has a, a production company, Kick to the Curbs Production. Follow her on Instagram at Kick to the Curbs Production. And she is behind Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. And so that's why she's in New York and she's doing promotion for it. And she has all these she has all these different projects going on and just like amazing, amazing, incredible stuff. She's basically, she's a boss bitch in the most flattering way possible. I mean that. So she came in and we actually had her on for about eight minutes because she came in a little bit late. But I said to her, you got to stay with me for longer because we had just kind of scratched the surface. So here is part one of my interview, my reunion, if you will, with Mandy Tuffy. Take a listen. I'm so excited. <laughs> Mandy Tuffy's here. Yeah, yeah, hey, girl, hey. Tiffy, 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 Tiffy. <laughs> hey, Tiffy, Tiffy, Tiffy. Tiffy. I've been saying your last name wrong for like fucking 11 years. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> How do you say it then? It doesn't, Tiffy. It, it, whatever you want to call me. Look what I Instagrammed this morning about me on. Oh Let, my God, Let's Mandy. I love you. So, Mandy. so, Mandy, this is Rob. Hello. Hi. So, oh, Mandy, we were so. My friend Lori. Hi. Hi, Lori. How are you? So, first of all, hey, girl, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, I was telling Rob about how we met at Sirius and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm no longer at Sirius. I don't know if you heard the news. They fired I, I, me. I can kind of see it. Yeah, yes, right? I know Rob was like, does she think she's coming to Sirius? I said, I, I certainly I hope, hope not. not. We should blindfold you and get you in the elevator. Out. I am out if it's not Sirius. <laughs> well, welcome to the new day. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, why are you in New York City? Um, I'm doing press for um, actually meeting with some publishers and my too far no and yeah, um good. and i'm doing press um for the company new projects and for 13 reasons why season two yes! and also to announce that we picked up season three. Oh, oh my god i'm so excited okay so 13 reasons why if you haven't watched it you have to watch it it's on netflix um have i you watched it are you kidding me <laughs> it's an extraordinary are you kidding me so i'm so I'm, I'm trying not to too quickly consume uh season two yeah because i did that with season one I, it's addictive you just can't stop. Yeah. And it's like, but so season one, I actually didn't, I watched it before I realized that you guys were attached to it. Kick to the oh, Cur- really? Swear to God. Kick to the Curve Productions, that's your production company. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, I remember, like, I think it was, remind me, like, when Selena was doing, like, as a producer on this, and she was, like, talking about it on Netflix. I think it, I think it was after you finished right. all of season one. It went into, like, interviews with the cast yeah, and you we, guys. Yeah. And so then that's when I was like, holy shit, it's yeah. my girls, and I loved it without even knowing that's it was them. Right. Yeah. It's such an important show. Oh, thank you. And it's such a brave show. Yes. And I, so tell me about, like, how 13 Reasons Why I came to be, and what gave you guys the courage to get behind it, because I, I'm not going to say the word risky, but, like, it was it's controversial. It was controversial and it's subject bold. matter. It's yeah, a, bold. A, t- a teenage suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, basically, I um, we were, you know, I had to, you know, I was on gel, you know, set gel forever, you know, <laughs> until she turned eighteen, uh-huh. and I had always worked, and I wanted to be a, a storyteller, and I didn't know really what medium or what, and um, so I did commercials and music videos in Dallas, and then we got there, and so. I decided that I wanted to try to figure out a path for her to not, you know, because there was no path laid out for a female Disney actress to transition into adulthood. No. You know, 
Ryan Gosling did it. Justin Timberlake did it. Shia did it. You know, the girls were really having a hard time You're doing so it. You're so right. You I never even thought that of we're that. We're talking about Selena Gomez, people that don't realize whose yeah. mommy you are. Yes. Yeah, so well, I am not Selena Quintanilla mom because <laughs> <laughs> I would be a little bit older. But um, I wouldn't mind because I adore that woman. But, you know, but, oh, except she's gone. I know. So I but that's why you named that. Selena Selena. Yeah, that is why yeah, I named Selena was after Selena. her. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to, if I'm sitting here on set, I'm going to create a production company and we're going to control her destiny as opposed to the um, entertainment industry controlling it. And I got, you know... Um, at the agency at the time that we were with they were sending me books to you know adapt and everything and I went into Barnes and Nobles and there was a book and I didn't like it and I walked out and in my peripheral I saw the little girl on the swing and I stood there and I read it from cover to cover and I called the agents I go I don't know where this is I know someone has it but she has to be a part of it wow. and so we actually picked that like when she was about 14 as a transitional piece Wow! and she was going to be Hannah but then oh. the more popular she got like you know in, in the fame element and the Disney thing and you know and then she went um, from to pop stardom I remember that transition and, and, and spring breakers and yep. all of that we were like we need a we need someone that nobody knows as, to be Hannah be, like, to like, be to pay sincere, respect to the story to the story so someone who's not going to outshine yeah that it's not they're going to not be watching this and go oh that's Selena that you know it's like it's going to be someone who is Hannah right. and that they've created in their mind because that's such a huge fan base yeah right. yeah what makes it harder to to do the project and to sell yeah. the project I would guess uh-huh. and that didn't bother you at all you knew that that story had to be told in in maybe a more difficult way. Uh, um, no, I I actually took it away a couple of times from different places because wow. they would say one thing and I'm just like, they were so anti showing the suicide. And I go, if the kids watching this do not see how painful and how brutal it is, yeah. they will never learn to stop mistreating each other that way. Yeah. Because you will read stories where kids have committed suicide and then they get on their Facebook and they go, dumbass. Mm. And I'm going... The kid is dead. Yeah, they still and don't get it. their parents are reading this. And so we didn't go for a gratuitous. We went for what we, we did a lot of um, research on, you know, how young girls do it. And in the book, um, it was pills. Uh-huh. And that to me, cinematically, would have looked peaceful. Yes. Mm. And we did not want it to come off peaceful. No. So we watched 27 different suicides in film and television. And, you know, um, one of them that I use as a quick example is, uh, and I love the movie and I love Ethan Hawke, is um, Dead Poet Society. Mm. His suicide come off honorable. So it's like, how do we do this without it being gratuitous? Right. Without this being this beautiful, romanticized art film. Can't. And, you know, and she's just so damn pretty. It's like, how do we make Catherine hideous? It was right. impossible. Right. But we just needed them to see that pain. And we um, we actually had a writer in the room who he didn't commit suicide because he attempted and then he got put in a facility and he saw what a woman went through committing, like attempting all the suicide. And he's like, I can't do that to myself. Wow. And because he saw it, and that was the same thing with my drug story. I don't know if I told you. No. Either my mom traumatized me forever, and that's why I'm so screwed up, or it worked. 
All I know is my cousin was tripping on angel dust one time when I was really little. Uh-huh. She put me in a onesie, put me in a red Buick, and drove me down to my grandma's house. And it was playing Crimson and Clover on a record player. <laughs> and he was clawing on the wall. And she opened the door, and he swam tongue. She was that's what happens when you do drugs. Oh. All right, I'm good. <laughs> Not happening. My mom scared me too. She said you'll be in orange juice bottle for the rest of your life. And she re- made me read the book Go Ask Alice, which oh, is yes. terrifying. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. So. Well, I'm so proud of 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Don't worry. You, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I actually don't even know if we can do this right now. JB, can we continue just going long? What's is it gonna fuck everything up, the whole system? It's going to stop at 10. It's going to stop at 10. balls. Yeah. Well, anyway, I might keep you a little bit after, and we okay. can talk a little bit more, and then we can always play it on tomorrow's show. Sounds oh, good. cool. Because, yeah. so, Congratulations. So, so, I, I'm tomorrow. so sorry. Don't you know, worry about um, it. If, if you can stay, I don't know. I know you have a tight schedule today, and you have a lot of press to do. I don't. I have to be on 41st at 11. Okay, so I'm going to hold, a, I'll hold wait, you for wait. a little bit longer. Yeah. You're close. Very yeah, close. Very close. Yeah, You're close. Congratulations. It's a yeah. wonderful, oh, wonderful you. show. Well, Mandy, and this show in someone else's hands could have gone the other way. It's just beautiful. Thank you. Yes. doing it. It, it could have, and been. knock on wood, because maybe this was their, I mean, their their goal, but, like, um, I watched a lot of teen shows, and I was watching, um, what's that show Drake came from? Oh, God. I can wait. Pause. Degrassi. Pause, because we're going to continue this tomorrow on the show. Don't dun, go anywhere. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, you dun, dun, you, you can go somewhere. Push a T and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. There you have it. That was part one. Short. Short and sweet and to the point. But I knew we were just scratching the surface. Plus, she hadn't told the story yet about how much she loved me. So, obviously, because I'm such a damn narcissist, I had to keep her longer. I actually kept her longer, and I actually bumped into Sean Kilby's Recording time for his podcast. What a bitch I am. Anyway, here is part two of my interview with Mandy. Will she say she loves me? Will she say I made it up? Will she run out of the studio screaming? I don't know. Find out. Before we get to part two of our interview, I just want to take a quick minute to talk about our sponsor, Poshmark. I'm obsessed It's a free app that carries women, kids, and men, clothing, accessories, whatever you want, you can get it at Poshmark. Poshmark has tons of brands to shop from. Like, I mean, blow your mind. I've been Googling Gucci, well, everything, and they've got it. Uh, Also, tons of Christian Louboutins. Hello, hello, hello. I mean, Chanel, you name it, they've got it. It's the best in the world. There's this pair of Gucci sunglasses with like that classic green red green mm, delicious and they're like under $300 I'm totally getting them uh yeah you better get them for me because I'm gonna beat you to a girl anyway Poshmark is the easiest way to buy but also to sell items so guess what my Poshmark closet is officially up and running and there's some goodies I've added a bunch of stuff that you can shop from uh from like a love shack fancy dress it was actually a bridesmaid dress that I wore so it's custom love shack fancy you can't get it anywhere and also I've noticed that Love Shack Fancy isn't even really carrying these dresses anymore. So just saying, it's a good buy. And honestly, one size fits all. It's kind of amazing. But it was in a wedding of a person who I no longer speak to. So I need to get it out of my life. Speaking of getting rid of things, I'm not going to lie. My wedding band may or may not be on there. Whatever. It was bad luck for me, but it could be good luck for you. And it's Quiot and it's 
gorgeous. Also, I have some fabulous shoes, a Mew Mew booty, and also a pair of Christian Louboutins. And if you've listened to me for a long time, you probably know that these Christian Louboutins come with a delicious story, but you have to go to my closet to check it out. Anyway, it was so easy to list. I just snapped a few photos of the items, super easy, added the details, also easy, and boom, easy peasy. And if you're new to Poshmark, use referral code at Taylor Strecker. That's at T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, and you'll get $5 off your first purchase. And now back to Taste of Taylor. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay, welcome to part two of my interview with Men- Mandy Tiffy. Mm-hmm. I got it right now. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it wrong yeah. for our entire friendship. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about 13 Reasons Why, your phenomenal show, and you just broke the news that um, it's season three. You guys are yes. greenlit for. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so season one's, I mean, if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it. And if you have a child, you have to watch it with your child. Yes. Now, do you encourage, okay, so we were talking, uh, you were about to say something uh, about Degrassi and about uh, Drake. Well, well, yeah. Well, what I was saying was I watch a lot of different shows, and I was watching Degrassi because our show got a, a lot of pushback. Yeah. And so I wait, remember. Wait, where, where did the pushback come from? Like, do you, like, because I remember reading a lot of, like, you know, the show sh- shouldn't be watched by by kids, and, you know, I mean, like, there, there was a lot of, I was surprised there was so much negative feedback. I think because we showed the suicide. Mm-hmm. And um, the way she actually did, and then that I think they felt um, that, and this is the different stories because there was all kinds of organizations that were all over it for all different reasons. But I feel like they think the cassette tapes was revenge and blah blah blah. But the kids didn't get it that way. No, and the kids understood what we were doing. And my argument with like, with parents is we are handing you a golden ticket to talk to your children. Yes. And you are shutting it down again. Right. You know, and, and it makes well, me Well, because parents, upset. they want to put blinders on it. It's, it's almost like, I remember... You know, like even like like birth control, right? Like parents are like, oh, don't give your kids birth control because then yeah. it means that they can have sex. It's like no. you're missing the point, you're right? You're yes. missing the point. Like like letting your child watch about suicide and saying commit suicide. Yeah, it's be it's being. Look how beautiful Hannah looked when she was doing it. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, no, it's not what. No, and and then they they will say, oh, you didn't touch mental illness. You don't have to be mentally ill to commit suicide. Thank you for bringing that up as well. I mean, right now, I mean, we just we just lost Kate Spade, and then yes. I mean Anthony Bourdain. It's like it's crazy what's going yeah. on and and and, and I, I think statistically we have Dr. Wider on the show and she was saying that um, there is like every age group is affected by this the only age group that there haven't, hasn't been a raise in suicide rates um, is 75 plus mm-hmm. um, but that's crazy I mean every single every. teenagers to like I mean 50 year olds and 60 year olds mm-hmm. everybody in every age range the suicide rate is increasing why do you think this yes. is it is um, I it's the number two killer of our youth no um 25 and under um and 45,000 people a year commit suicide what? and it rose 45% since 1999 do we think is it social media i i i think that um i think social media I don't really, if we could find out exactly what the problem was, we would stop it. Of course. I think it plays a role in it in the sense that um, when me and you were growing up, if all of our friends ditched us and went roller skating, our feelings would hurt for 10 minutes, but we wouldn't have to look at all the pictures and all the videos and all the fun and like, and we wouldn't, and then you would get made fun of at school and then you go home and it's over or whatever. Right. And so I feel that that kind of, and also the pressure 
to be, um, quote unquote, special. Ooh. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm like, um, you know, you see kids, their parents putting them on social media to make money and to become a star in the overnight success. It's right. like, I think we're so disconnected with humanity mm-hmm. that we don't understand how each other feels. And it's a me generation. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's it's not a society anymore where all the families were raising the kids in the neighborhood. Right. You know, and it's not and and you don't know. And I remember I was walking down the carpet and I really wish I could find this clip because I do say a lot of things out of my mouth that I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I say? I, well, this welcome one, to I'm my really life. proud of it. <laughs> I, I'm really proud of it because I was walking on the carpet and there's some organization parental television or something that's um for second season trying to get that one taken down and i was i was tired that's the only reason why i wasn't going to stop and i kept walking and she said what do you feel about the parental and my publicist grabbed my arm like do not go over there don't say anything and i leaned in i go you know what i go i am not going to apologize for making parents aware of what their children are watching yeah i go because there's worse on youtube they have no clue that their kids saw you are so right. And I just right. walked off. And Amen. I go, I'm not apologizing. Amen. Snaps around the yeah, studio you for know, you. It's like, because I, I these kids should not be hurt for any reason whatsoever. So season two, you know, and, and I told you, I'm trying to not like, like binge eat it like a tub of Edie's ice cream. Yeah. It's very difficult because it's very bingeable. But so, so this season we see, or at least I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm three episodes in. And I also don't want to give anything away for anybody who hasn't seen uh, maybe season one or, or started season two. But we start to see, you know, Hannah's like a ghost kind of like the ghost of Christmas past is that like a fair assessment yeah she's more in Clay's conscience Mm -hmm. that's what you know he feels and he pushes on Uh but it does come off as we were using and and you can take it however you want to take it Um, we basically that's how we created the show Uh we did the research on the issues and then what you need to take away from it you can take away from it and so we're also seeing too like it's the consequence of somebody committing suicide Mm -hmm. due to bullying Mm -hmm. and there's a lawsuit against the, the school for not doing enough to protect mm-hmm. the student who did commit suicide, Hannah. Right. Um, and so, wow. So do you already know where you're going to go with this story in season three? Because even watching it season two, I was thinking to myself, I hope there's another season. And again, congratulations on that. Thank you. But, you know, it's like, do you... Do you know exactly where the storyline's going to go? We have a good idea. Uh Um, I think we're going to reconvene, but we did have a good idea before season two came out um, of where it was going to go because it was um, really important. Season two... It it kind of had to happen. Yes. Because oh my god, Are you, you so could have left holes. us season one. Oh my gosh, there were so many holes and so many other social issues um, that needed to be addressed. So I I do feel some of it gets a little slammed. So then we will explore more of the main characters in third season and go back to the original. You uh-huh. know, but we needed to find you know, sources and outlets to kind of continue to tell the story. What are the but, social issues that you that you would say are like the most prevalent in season two? Um, sexual assault for females and male. Yep. Um, the gun violence in school, which, by the way, um, we had actually received that script a week before the Vegas shooting. What? And then we go, okay, now how do we... Deal with this. Not 
be insincere and disregard these people. And then our premiere actually was the day of the Parkland shooting. Oh my God. And I so I, I was like, there's no way we can have this premiere. You're there's no win. Like no, no win, no, no matter what. It's gotta be canceled and so you did you know, and so it, it was it was a conversation and we, we canceled it out of respect to the families and all all gun victims because, you know, right now I think we're at twenty three uh shootings a week and we're twenty three weeks into the year or twenty two. I know at one point we were more school shootings than actual weeks in the year. Holy crap. And um when you know the one thing that kind of uh does kind of frustrate me a little bit is when people say oh you're exposing kids to this and I'm going no no, like no. You're holding a mirror up. Yes, we're, we're to what's going on in society. Right. I'm sorry. You don't want to watch your kid be a Bryce or be Justin or be Hannah. Right. You know, and you you can be better to each other. You can you know offer advice. You know, advice or be there for people. You know, if we could prevent it, we would. We would completely stop it. But this is a conversation that people have been begging to have. And then the minute we have it, honestly, we are killing children all over the world. And I'm like, that no. is the that's like reverse, like psychology. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it, that that's just that's an ignorant statement to yep. me yep. to say that we're educating them on suicide. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, clearly Netflix didn't agree with the naysayers because no. you back for season two mm-hmm. and now for season three. So yeah. uh, I love the show and I applaud you for taking on tackling such a huge and important issue and have being courageous and brave enough to do it. So, Oh, well, thank you. I mean, it needs, it needs to be done and it, you know, it did take a long time. Um, Actually, I think Selena interviewed with you when we 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 just got the book. That's really been that long. I mean, God. So so I met you and Selena when I was at Sirius. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus. I mean, how long ago? I would say ten years mm-hmm. ago, eleven years ago. And, and it took ten. Years she was on Wizards of Waverly Place when I met you guys, and mm-hmm. had not even yet started doing naturally when you're with me, baby. That song was so good, and yeah. I was like, she's gonna be a motherfucking star. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was correct. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, you probably knew it too. Me and you were in the hall, like just like <laughs> letting everybody else interview. I was like, <laughs> please don't think I'm crazy, but you're my best friend, <laughs> Mandy. Every single listener says that to me. I swear that if, if, if I had a dime for every time somebody said, don't think I'm crazy, but you're my best friend, Oops. I would have lots of dimes. It was it, <laughs> it was very awkward for me to do that because I was like, I moved to LA, didn't know anybody, and I was just driving her to Wizards, and I would listen to you every day, and I'm like, oh, I go, and then when I found out we were coming, I go, is she going to be there? And, and her publicist was going, what's wrong with you? Like, cause we've been everywhere. And I'm like, she's my best friend. <laughs> and then we met. Yeah, I, won't, like, so I remember Siri said, come downstairs like talent. And they were like, somebody wants to meet. And I'm like, who the hell wants to meet me? People call Sirius Cyrus. I don't, I'm, nobody knows me. And I came down and I saw Selena banging on the like the glass uh, uh, studio. And she ran out and gave me a hug. And I recognized her because my little sister is a little bit younger than me. And so she was watching Disney and I would watch yeah. Disney with her. She was still a little too old to watch she Disney, was my very, sister. Well, my sister. Yeah. Well, my sister was like 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 in her 20s watching kids Disney. were watching it. Oh, I guess then it's appropriate. Because back then, that's when they didn't have family shows anymore. 
You and so they were going Here to the I Disney was Channel. Judging my sister for being stunted. Yeah, no, they, they <laughs> did a study on it. No kidding. They did a study why so many um, college kids watch Wizards, and it's because we didn't have. Um, I'm going to throw this out there, but this was in the study, the Cosby Show, um, and uh, Family Ties, uh-huh. or you know, they we didn't have any of that. You're right, we didn't. So these kids were time. looking for that they kind were of looking for like a family pure shows. like feel good mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, fascinating. So that's how I knew. And then I felt like a, like an, a creep because I'm like this an adult and I'm like I know her from Wizards of Waverly Place and she's the most talented kid on Disney and then uh, and then she said well I love the show but my mom's the real fan and then I met you and I was like this is the best and you guys are like I t- I tell the story see see it is the truth I tell the story on the air all the I time I did send her a wedding gift she did. <laughs> And now I'm divorced. Well, I Go know, figure. but that doesn't matter. <laughs> That's how close we were. I I was invited, and I gave you a gift. Yeah, I hope you kept it. Oh, we 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 did it. We, we it was it was a couple's massage. Yes. We both enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you. And then we got a divorce. Yes. And now I'm dating a girl. That. <laughs> yeah, Mandy, my life is so, yes. so so much has changed since I last saw you, but I love you so much. Oh no, I I'm love so you happy too. we reconnected. I'm it, so it, happy. It, it, this is my girlfriend. Hi. Her name's Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I, I will not fall in love with her and like. <laughs> I love her in other ways. And, uh, I, I, you know what? This is the beginning of you coming on the show more and more, okay? Uh, yeah, and for sure. 13 Reasons Why, you guys. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's so amazing. It's so important. It's a must. And I'm just so proud of you and everything you've accomplished. And tell Selena I love her. And I just oh, love I you will. guys. You're yeah, because I will be coming to New York because um, I have two books. One I'm working on now. Uh-huh. They're not Hollywood mom books. Okay. And so they're actual books. Real books. And their novels. And, and shooting a documentary. And then we have a couple of Can you other say what YA the subject matter is? Yeah, Nature versus Nurture. Oh, that's so good. Yes, and it's based off of me being an underground. I was an under-the-table adoption. And so my, my birth parents, Cliff Notes, my birth parents were... Texas socialites and they were hiding I was conceived in a love affair stop it and so now I'm gonna go back through all my nature and see like they're gonna do a family tree on that and then on my nurture where I was raised with all like the gang violence and the drugs and I can't say rednecks because my family's rednecks and I'm a redneck <laughs> actually that means you can say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and so and all the you know um and I a lot of twists and turns have actually happened that I am dumbfounded. So I can't wait. Cause so I will be back. And one of the books coincides with that actual subject. Mandy, can I just, can I shadow you? You are goals AF. Uh, what? Like just follow you around and just watch your life and then just copy you. Well, I, I, I want to follow you around. Cause I'm the stalker. <laughs> I'm a stalker. We're both, we're stalking each other, which makes us friends. Yes, yes. That's what friendship is. Just mutual stalking. Just stalking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, thank you yeah. so much. No, thank you for And where can me. everybody follow you on social media? Um, it's at kicked, K-I-C-K-E-D, the number two, the curb productions, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's I'm awesome. on Instagram, nothing else. Yeah, I'm, Instagram's my boo thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't have time. Yeah, girl, it, it sounds like you don't have a whole lot because yeah, you're a little I, bit busy. I don't, I don't have time, yeah. It's too consuming. Mandy, love you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much I for think coming you here. I my phone, unless you gave it back. <laughs> I'll come get it. <laughs> oh, do I have your phone? Yeah, I, you do have my oh, phone. <laughs> I'm keeping this. Hi, Selena. Just kidding. Okay, you guys, I'll be back uh, in just a little bit, so don't you go anywhere. Okay. 
Ha-ha, there you have a part two. She said it. She confirmed it. I am not a liar. Honestly, I tell so many stories at this point that sometimes I, I think to myself, did you just make that one up? Is that a real one? Is that one of the ones you convinced yourself was true or was it really actually true? Whew, phew. That one was true. It makes me feel a little less, little less crazy. A little less crazy than I normally feel. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I love Mandy. She's so friggin' cool. Salt of the earth. Um, and it sounds like she's working on, in addition to the projects that she's working on that are incredible, it seems like she's working on some amazing up-and-coming projects that I cannot wait to see. And also, a huge congratulations on season three of 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. And if you haven't seen the show, I'm telling you, it's super important. You should really watch it. It's really amazing. It's definitely very serious and heavy subject matter. But hey, it's happening and the conversations need to happen. And the show is really a vehicle for that. So I highly encourage it. Also, love her. Again, follow her on social media at Kick to the Curbs Production. And, uh... Hopefully, I'll have her back very, very soon. Bye, guys. Hey, girl. Hey, did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday. And make sure to subscribe to The Taste of Taylor Podcast. And follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.